What's up, guys? Uh, my name is Opto, Opto Music, and this is our first episode of our producer discussion panel by Rapzilla. I'm going to pass the mic on to our participants and producers in this panel. So let's get it rolling. Hey, uh, hey everybody. How are y'all? Uh, my name is Dara JT. I'm a producer, audio engineer, originally from Nigeria, currently living in Dallas, Texas. You Yo, what's going down, everybody? Uh, it's Jaboski Beats, uh, 22, you know, in the sand in Atlanta, Georgia. Just a, uh, a young Christian trying to get in this rap and this music career. You know, you know how it go, you know. My name is Blaine Stevens. Uh, I'm from Silsby, Texas, uh, primarily a sample maker. And yeah. What's up? It's Avila. Uh, you can find me at Who is Avila. I'm a producer, engineer, artist, a little bit of everything. And uh, just trying to keep up with all these, all these uh, people that be coming and going from this whole scene. And so definitely an honor and a privilege to be um, even a part of this podcast, a part of the segment, um, to be uh, even an influence in this space. And so definitely an honor and a privilege. Awesome. Amen, bro. Amen. Thank you. I appreciate y'all, you know, tuning in. So everybody, these are dope producers. They're part of the article series of underrated producers that are written about fire producers, you know, I've connected with them and uh, just dope seeing them and talking to them right now and i have a couple questions for y'all you know just like a kind of like a discussion be as open as you'd like to you know and then you can bounce off ideas off each other and we can go from there so my first question would be everybody produces uh, everybody has a different style of producing they have a different process the way they approach a beat they have the way they approach a project so what does the process of producing look like for y'all that's a good question i ain't gonna cap <laughs> Uh, I think for me, like, I guess I'll go first. I think for me, man, like, it kind of really depends. Like, it depends on, like, how, on what I'm doing. A really big thing for me is a feeling. Like, if if the beat, if, if, it, if the beat doesn't, like, move me in a way, uh, I'm really, like, I'm really quick to kind of start, start another one. So I think the, like, the big, uh, big part of my process is really just, like, going through, like feelings and how I'm feeling, evaluate how I feel throughout the day, kind of um, feel like, fill out like what I like to make, you know what I'm saying, how I'm feeling. And then I kind of just go from there and just blast off from there. So I run heavy off inspiration. For me, I love to start with melodies and chords. And also the most important thing for me is when I hear the quality of that sound or that instrument, because once I hear it, it's like, ooh, I'm able to come up with chord ideas so that I'll be able to lay the melody down and then go crazy with the drums after so I can get the bounce that I need to bring out the vision of that track as well too. And, and it's just a blessing just to create and just let it flow because for me, anytime I'm cooking up, I just let it flow. I don't overthink it, I don't second guess it, just let mm. it flow and boom. It, and it just comes out the way I hear it. For me, uh, I, I consider myself more like a curator than like, 
is my is more my production style. Um, I really like collaborating, whether it's getting uh, like a sample starter from somebody and messing with that. And on me, I'm like the opposite. I kind of like overthinking because I'm really heavy on sound design. Um, so sometimes I can spend four hours on a sample, just like seeing where I can take it. And that's why I make a lot of sections on my samples and stuff like that. Um, and then, uh, for sure, I really like references when people send me references of like older songs, but it's like from the sixties or seventies or it's a really weird song, just taking inspiration from that and then making something completely new out of it. That's, that's really fun to me. So I'm, I'm like all over the place. Uh, so I've, I know most people usually have like ideas in their head before they like kind of go in. Um, I usually go with like a blank slate, kind of super open. Um, I'll start with kind of like Dara, I'll start with melodies, um, kind of just start with some simple chords. Um, sometimes I'll stack up like four or five um, different sounds doing the same thing. And then I'll bounce it and then like, kind of like blame, kind of just make my own sample with it to make my own sound and kind of just like play with the sound design. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, as far as drums, like sometimes I'll start with drums too. Like I'll just make weird drum patterns, uh, try to make something different as far as like a different kick pattern, a different snare pat. Like, I mean, there's only so much you can do with the snare, uh, <laughs> but it's like finding different ways to make the snare sound like, like oh shoot, like this got a different bounce um, or like, using different sounds for like the actual instruments. So like on my own terms, when it's my own time, I'm experimenting, making weird stuff. Um, but obviously like when it comes to working with artists, then it's like, all right, let's just, let's make a super simple melody and get to the drums as quick as possible. Cause that's really what everybody wants. Um, or already have pre-made drum loops that you made. Um, and then just like kind of load those into like a sample as soon as you like, find something dope but that's usually my process for sure that's awesome i love i love how all of y'all have like kind of like a different process like a different approach but the end result is all is pretty much the same and that's and that's a really wonderful thing especially when it comes to art and like creativity that's all that really like astounds people and especially artists as a producer they sometimes artists are not familiar with what the producer does behind the scenes but after having this discussion and talking about it. So I hope like people have a better appreciation for production side of things and sample making and beat making and all that stuff. So that's dope. Um, so my second question is kind of like a, so kind of like away from, from the creative side is what is your stance on crediting producers? So there's been a lot of conversation, a lot of discussion, a lot of debate regarding this topic, especially between artists and producers. But what is your stance on crediting producers? Um. Bro, I think we should get our credit, bro. Like, that people don't under like kind of like what you said. Like, people don't understand like the actual science and the like the skill and the gift that it takes to like be able to do what we do and do it not just at a subpar level, but do it at a really like elite level. It takes a lot of time, a lot of you know what I'm saying like a lot. So I think we should get our credits. I think that should be something that should be pushed. I think mm -hmm. that um, it's a big thing. And I think it should be like, it should be, it should be handled. Not particularly saying like credit is what we want, like what we desire, validation, not what we desire. But like, there comes a point where it's like, there should be some, some type of 
respect. How should an artist go about creating crediting? Like, you want your tag in? Do you want like Spotify credits? <clears throat> do you want like on Instagram? Like, how how would you like to be credited? Like, um, I think I think that depending on depending on the art the depending on how the producer likes to brand his or herself, I think within there there's variety. Um, but personally, for me, <clears throat> um. I'm 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 real big on just like whenever you post a song, tagging. You know what I'm saying? Tagging, produced by. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't particularly ca- really care about it being in like the graphics. You know what I'm saying or whatever the case is. But when it comes down to Instagram posts or anything like that, I definitely you know I I would love my flowers. I would definitely say yes. Give producers their credit because look. Teamwork makes the dream work. You know what I mean? So there'll be a, per, a producer will take uh, all of us as producers. We have our, we already have our 10,000 hours. Now we since the beginning, even practicing our scales, practicing our sound design. You know what I mean? Practicing everything so that I can be sharpened and honed to a whole elite level. Like Jay Booski said, and literally, and it's like, a tag, an Instagram tag, that is a good one, saying produced by, and then also the Spotify credits. You always got to give your producers your Spotify credits because, look, it gives them more opportunities. It opens more doors for them. Every time I see some credits, like on songs on Spotify, and I look at the credits, I'm then like, produced by, I don't see the name. I'm like, come on, where is the producer? So definitely give producers their credit, literally. Because it's going to open more opportunities for other artists to work with them as well, too. I definitely agree with that. Like, uh, credits is something I, I kind of stress about, like, if they don't get taken care of. Um, at the same time, artists are, especially if they're dropping an album, they got so many producers on their tracks. They're so busy, but really got to, like, stay sharp on that, you know, as an artist. I understand, like, you know, but that's really, like, how we get to our next step steps in our careers. You know what I'm saying? Um and like uh tag i mean really that's up to you um but like uh yeah just just that credit goes a long way and sometimes i have to like there's been times where i wasn't given credit and i just had to trust god he's gonna get me to the next spot where i needed to be because that's something i can't control you know what i'm saying i can't get into the artist account and log in for them and put my credit on there you know that's a that's a respect thing that they got they got to put up with you know um but now if you got like a non-disclosure agreement you get paid more that'd be cool too so i'd, I'd be down to not have credit for that but you know. you know what sucks about being in the christian world of things because like we're all obviously i believe we're all christians right like yeah, we all yeah. love we all yeah, love yeah, jesus yeah. Yes, we all yes. believe in the holy mm-hmm. spirit yes, we all yeah. accepted him as their savior so yes, god. Yeah. Yes, god. Mm-hmm. so okay right okay i'm not trying to take you out of church but mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is what i feel like i'm gonna answer the question but <laughs> as far as as far as credits first of all a properly ran business is going to one pay and credit looking at this outside of like well as a believer i really need to just like trust god that like he's gonna like yes that's great but like also don't get ran over like Mm. don't be taken advantage of Mm -hmm. like you we we as producers are talented we as producers like they need us as much as we need them for credits also 
to be honest, we really don't need them. We can do whatever we do and making our own platform, especially just with like the internet and just all of this and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So it's like, and so it's a matter of taking control of what you can, of what you can. As far as like the artist not crediting you, you can control that by being like, hey bro, I want my credit. Like the payment wasn't even that great up front and you're not even paying me on the back end. So at least credit me, like give me my credits. Like if not, then I just don't want to work with you anymore because that's that's not cool. It's not even like it is a respect thing for sure, but at the same time, also maybe on the front end, you just have like a like your own agreements where it's like, hey, look, y'all want to work with me? Like I'm grateful for the opportunity that y'all went through the sample packs and decided to choose one of mine. But here is my like here is my thing. Like y'all want to work with me as my business and my brand. This is what I expect. I expect to be credited on like uh, on the back end things. So like if y'all decide to go on Genius and put up lyrics produced by, you know, whatever. If y'all decide to upload this on Spotify, iTunes, all that, right? Which most platforms are, um, then I expect to be credited as a producer um, or writer or whatever you're doing. Sometimes if we don't speak up and like announce what it is that we want or need like no one's going to look out for you and so it's just like you have to look out for yourself as that producer and as an artist as a brand as a company and literally be like okay what what is it that i value what do i want them to value other than my talent like i want them to value my time and i want them to value like my name so it's like put some respect on my name because you can you yourself can be like oh yeah i produced for lecrae i've produced for whoever and it's like they'll be like oh cool but like did they shout you out? And it's like, like the, 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 I can't even say the word, the, yes, yes. Yeah. That word, the validity, (laughs) I feel illiterate, but (laughs) that it, unfortunately the weight of it is only like, there's only weight if like the actual person is saying it versus like you like unless you built your own brand to the point where it's like yeah you really don't need those names like but to answer the question yes credit your freaking producers (laughs) (laughs) i definitely agree with that like i guess like in the context i was speaking is like i've seen people like burn bridges because of how direct and aggressive they were talking to that artist about getting their credits Mm -hmm. like for me most people i hit them (laughs) one time and it's like real professional. Hey man, just mm-hmm. reaching out, making sure you uh, you get my credit. So they normally fix it like right after that. But then there's yeah. there's definitely been people who haven't credited me at all, and I just stopped working with them completely. Like you said, I just stopped working yeah. with them. Especially like I feel like in in the mainstream side of things, I feel like they they do a pretty good job at like crediting producers because whenever i go on like if i if i hear a mainstream song or just popular on the radio or something i don't click on spotify credits i see the producer name and like oh this person produced it whereas in chh it's kind of different because like it's all blank like the yeah no nah, for real it's, it's yeah. weird oh, but the one thing i actually loved especially with the new halvey uh, album i was like i heard the song and i was like yo this sounds like a blaine type of sample it sounds like something blaine would do i checked it and i was like oh my man blaine got on this that's crazy bro. bro it was it was fire bro because i every time i listen to a song especially every friday i go 
I sit down and I listen to the CHA songs, I'm looking for the credits. So I hear mm-hmm. the song, like I like the song, but I want to see who produced this so I can connect with them. Because I feel mm-hmm. like producers miss out on opportunities because they're not credited. The process and crediting your producers on DistroKid is not even hard at all. It's a very Thanks. simple process. Thanks. A lot yeah. of people skip that process, like even intentionally or unintentionally. So artists, um, on behalf of other producers, please fill out. The producer split sheets, split sheets, split sheets, split sheets. It's so easy. So easy. They they send me a code every time I get the email. Just Mm -hmm. you know my email. Stop playing Mm -hmm. with me. Yeah, exactly. Now, also, I do I do want to also defend the artists as well Mm because, like, even though I just went on this whole rant, (laughs) but defending also because, or I don't even know if it's defending or just like. it's more or less of an organizational skill because I've been behind the scenes in the process of when artists are picking through beats, like labeled artists are picking through beats. And some of the times they literally don't know who produced it. Their A&Rs are the ones who are sending in the beats and it's just a folder of beats. And they're like, oh yeah, let's use this one. Do you know who produced that one? Nope. It's like, Mm -hmm. well, we got to go figure that out. And so sometimes they literally don't know who produces it. So it's like, I don't know if I should have said that, but like, it's true. It's true. It's all that should so, do a better job at labeling their, yeah, just putting was, their tag. I was, I was about to say that. Like, or, or if they have a tag, leave the dang tag in the beat. Exactly. If you don't, you don't even know who produced it. At least leave the tag in. Leave the tag exactly. in. Unless the tag's annoying and not good. Then it's like, purchase <laughs> <laughs> your track today. <laughs> Purchase your tracks today. Hey, I'm son. Where'd you find this? Bro, but amazing to see. Like, I feel like all our kind of things lined up. All our like our stances kind of lined up. But we also see like the artist side of things and producers needing to like step up their game and branding their beats. Like for real. Like sometimes producers just be lazy, getting lazy, and be like. Like, cause like some people like they lose like their confidence and just send out beats, but that beat gets picked up, and then later on they regret not like putting the, like, their name or something on it, right? And that's mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of like a loss for for the producer itself. So the next thing I want to talk about is, uh, I want if you guys could give like an example or like a bad experience or a struggle you guys had as a producer and what you learned from it, you know? Okay, I got one. So I was actually trying to cook up a like cook up a beat. For, again for the same artist but at a different time and like i was like, still kind of in this mode it wasn't the same, it wasn't the same artist totally different artist and i was kind of in this mode where, like i was still trying to learn fl so like i was like struggling to keep up and like mm-hmm. keep things pushing and like back then i had a really bad computer as well so my exporting time was trash and that and that mm. and like those are one of those things that really like slowed the session down so a big thing that i learned from even that thing is like one if you are whatever doll you use in any whatever space realm of whatever program you use to make beats bro learn the shortcuts learn your program learn your dolls because those are going to be those the time those the time you put in with the little things are going to show when it's when it's game time when it's time for you to make beats when it's time for you to you know when you're in that that session with this big big time artist and they're rapping as you're making the beat 
they're thinking of bars as you're making the beat and you gotta be you gotta you gotta be on go so that was a really big thing that like kind of really propelled me to i believe that next level was like knowing starting to learn the shortcuts starting to learn those things starting to get a better computer like invest getting better computers so that i'm able to one export better and then two you know get better at what i do and that's making beats and making beats efficiently and quickly that's a gem bro i'll say about there's just i don't see them as bad experiences but i see them as learning lessons for me as a producer like literally back then, like years ago, even when I was attending Musicians Institute, like literally one thing that I would say is this, as a producer, one thing I've learned is to always stay focused and time conscious because I've seen so many situations. I've also been in situations where like, oh wait, it was my fault for not being time conscious because I was busy doing some one thing um, busy doing something but the artist wanted to be of that time exactly you know what i mean like always producers being time conscious would definitely help us producers like be more professional especially being more respectful with the artist's time because i've learned that and it's helped me to this day right now too literally for me i don't know about y'all but like starting out producing like, i've been producing for a while now um and like when you're starting out bro there's some things that just like they just break your heart bro like you just get broken and like you need it though like you definitely need that um so there's this one time i don't know if y'all know no excuse but me and him uh traveled from houston down to mcallen this is the first time i went to go see 350 and a3 in person and um so at that time i've been making beats and uh, I just hadn't been having a crazy response with my with my beats and stuff. Like, no, I wasn't getting any placements. I was I had a monthly list. I was sending out all the time. I was networking, but like, just stuff wasn't working out. And um, I get down there, and I had made them like a custom beat pack, right? So it's like six beats. And we sit down. And I don't know if y'all know them, but the 350 is like mad honest. He's super yeah. honest. And um, we were sitting there, and he's like, "Man, I don't know." I was like, "What you mean you don't know?" And he's like. <laughs> I don't know, man. There's just like, there's always some weird sounds in here. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I'm just not, I'm not feeling it. And he wasn't real mean about it. He was just honest. He was like, but bro, like your melodies are crazy. Like your samples are crazy. And like, maybe you should dig into that. And so I start going, I start showing them my samples and stuff and they're, they're going crazy. They love them. They want to, and um, they ended up working on another song instead of working with me, which they ended up making down from the H, which was a super, super cool moment where like I had to humble myself and then God used that moment to let them shine, which is beautiful. Um, but like, and then my homie Izzy, he, he was the one who like really helped me like, hey, stick on this sample journey. And now it's been like nine months and like God's already opened so many doors with that. Just, just like, don't be afraid to like start over, reinvent yourself. Don't mm. be afraid to be humble. Cause like, yeah, it broke my heart and I was mad embarrassed, but like now like we're all homies, like we're all growing and God's just doing crazy things. Man, I've had, it's crazy. I've had a lot of great experiences. I've had a lot of terrible experiences. Um, so I've, I've, I've been doing music for like 10 years. So like, uh, started when I was 15. So it's like, really, like, <laughs> really been through a lot, like being, being 15 years old, 
and trying to do you know everything because I was recording people in high school also making my own beats wasn't making beats for anybody like that yet um and then I was like rapping doing my own stuff but um when I was like 18 19 is when I started producing for other people um not a whole lot but kind of um but I got like my first pretty big placement in like 2017 I sent beats over to this dude he was like a, a homie right somebody I knew <laughs> somebody I knew I felt that I felt that I felt somebody that. <laughs> that like somebody that I knew that was like cool and and like he had some buzz and it was just like all right bet like let's work and I ended up working on some beats with like another producer and it's man this actually really breaks my heart um because it was like I was in this dude's home like his family loved me we like enjoyed dinner together and like made like three or four beats uh and then uh yeah ended up sending some of the beats out one of them got picked and it was the one that me and homie collaborated on and when me and homie collaborated on them we never talked on like how much we would charge we never talked about like any of that and so this was like a learning step for me right because after this i learned my lesson but um when he accepted the beat the, when the artist accepted it, he was like, yo, this is fire. Yeah, I'm gonna put this on my, you know, on my project or whatever. I was like, all right, bet. Sounds good. Um, make sure to credit, you know, me and so-and-so. So he's like, all right, bet for sure. Um, and then like three, four, five months later, I don't hear anything from the artist. Um, but then I reach out to the producer, letting him know, hey, bro, just to let you know, uh, so-and-so decided to pick up on the beat. Don't know when the tape is dropping, but just be on the lookout for that, whatever. And then the producer didn't respond to me. So now I'm like, okay, why isn't anybody responding to me? So now I'm like reaching out to both of them. The artist, I'm reaching out to the producer. Yo, what's good? Like, yo, hope you guys are doing good. What's up? Blah, 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 whatever. So like a few more months uh, pass by. I get uh, <laughs> I get an Instagram notification. You've been tagged in a picture. So I'm like, oh, okay, what's up? Look at the picture. It's the track listing. And I was like, okay, I'm tagged in it. He's tagged in it. But like, we didn't even talk about payment. We ain't talk about none of that. And so then, but the tape was dropping like the next day. Then all of a sudden the producer reached out to me, the other producer. And I was like, bro, what the freak? Like I've been trying to reach out to you for the last year, bro. Like where you been at? Yo, you didn't talk to me about this. You didn't talk to me about this. Oh, no. Blah, 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 blah. And gave me like a beat, like a like a hard time about it. And I'm just like, yo, I'm like, okay, take a chill pill. I'm like, let me let me connect you with the artist. You can reach out to him and y'all can talk this through. I'm like, or you can let me do it and just like chill, like relax, like we, you know, whatever. I'm like, plus, I've been trying to hit you up. And so long story short um like the artist cut me off and the producer cut me off like oh. like it was dead cut me off i'm like as if i did bad business i'm like bro like y'all the ones who y'all didn't communicate with me and so then um after like a year or two i reached back out to the artist trying to like reconcile some things i tried like i i've still tried to reach out to this producer just to let him know like bro i wasn't trying to like be shady and curvy like it was just like, uh, you know, it was a mistake. And it's like, but ever since that, I'm like, yo, I need to be like way more upfront and clear. Like, look, I'm sending you these beats. We'll talk about payment when it comes down to it, but there is payment involved. Unless I really rock with the person, then at that point, 
I had that conversation with the producer and I'm like, yo, you cool with this, bro? We're gonna get back in, but like, you cool? Like, we good? I actually did that with Dara, uh, with our placement with uh, uh, Jude and uh, Chris Soul for uh, hey, No Pain. pain. That's a yeah. Sub. That's a sub. So like, literally yes, like, we're in the studio and I was like, I literally hit up Dara. I was like, hey bro, uh, I showed him the beat. They liked it. Like, uh, you cool with like doing some back end stuff, like getting splits. He's like, oh yeah, for sure, let's do it. I was like, bet. I'm like, I'm not trying to, <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to burn any bridges on accident. Easy bro, like, easy. Yeah. So that was just, that was a, a pretty bad experience. Very, very uh, traumatizing experience for me. Cause I, I hate like when bridges burn mm-hmm. and it's like mm. out of like, I, I didn't intentionally do something to hurt you. And like, and if I right. did, like, let's get clarity on it. Like my whole thing is like, let's just get clarity on it, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, like yeah. let's squash the beef. I hate beef. I hate having beef with people. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like, <clears throat> like having these bad experiences and these struggles as a music producer. And like, like a lot of, like kind of like a main topic around this would be like, uh, learning, making sure that you don't get discouraged by these experiences and mm. using that to as an opportunity to improve yourself, even if it's not your fault, you know, 100%. just using that, you know, finding the right people and like not everybody's on your side or like not everybody's going to come out and support you maybe, but mm. that should not stop you from pushing forward to what God has called you to do and called you to be. Can I say something before we, before we move on to the next thing? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just, uh, I, like, I was listening to all you guys and like how, how this conversation has gone about, it made me think about it. Like, man, like we we have as like as creatives, and this goes for for producers, artists, any like anybody who's who's doing who's chasing after something. Man, we have to we have to get in this perspective that every no is an opportunity. Like every no is an opportunity it's an opportunity for us to either push and go harder or or it's an opportunity for us to kind of take a step back and figure out what's what's going on i think a lot of times like we 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 think we think rejection is the end and for a lot of times rejection is the beginning of something it may not be the thing that you were trying to go after but it's it's the beginning of something so um Yeah, I, I just thought about that. Like, and that's even for me. Like, I got uh, recently, I I got rejected by a really big artist who, like, I loved, and he was like, "Bro, yeah, this this beat is not it. Like, I don't know what you got going." <laughs> and like, I I had to like take a step back because I was like, "Dang, I just got re- is this rejection? Like, what the heck? Like, you know what I'm saying?" Yeah. But like the but the thing that I'm I, I'm I'm seeing is that I use that as a catalyst to be like, okay, like it's okay. Like mm. his, the, the, no, the rejection isn't the end. The, the rejection is an opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's a door. It's a, just another door for an opportunity to figure out what you're, what are you going to do? Like, how are you going to choose to do it? Are you going to choose to go after it? You can choose, are you going to continue to, to, because at the end of the day too, like we're Christians. So we, we gotta, I gotta throw this in there, but like we, about, by what we do, we are not validated. Like Mm-hmm. Our validation should not right. come from what we facts, do. Facts, facts. Come from the places that we get. It should not come from the credits that we have, or how crazy we can make samples, how crazy we can make drums. It doesn't come from that. It comes from the Father. Definitely, so man. as long as long as He is, He has our heart. You know what I'm saying? And He, Amen. we are a son of His. So He already validated us. Amen. So 
we got to stop. We got to stop holding the artists and these ARs and these people at such a high pedestal in our, facts, in our hearts. Facts, facts. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what they say. If God calls you calls you to something, He's gonna provide you through it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah, just just kind of like bringing that into perspective, man. That yeah. a, a re, the rejection isn't a, isn't like the end. It's the beginning yeah. of something. I definitely want to add to that because. That is one thing that I've learned in my life is like, wow, as a producer is like, I know where the source is from. One thing I've learned is that God is the source of my creativity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I've seen him shine through so many times when it comes to the music. And it's like, when it happens, I'm quick to give him the glory. <laughs> Last year, winning the Genius Home Studio Contest, literally, all I did was submit one beat literally i was just having fun with it and then a month later genius um announces me on their story on instagram saying like for people to vote for me everybody did and i ended up winning it, the competition the genius home studio contest literally. let's go, sure. let's let's go. hey even lee and even like when genius posted me on their instagram twitter and facebook I had to make sure I said this without God, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. Literally, that was all God, not me. You know what I mean? I'll make sure even people tell me this, Dara, you cold with it. Dara, you talented with it. I'm like, yep, God, God is, God is the one, not me. I'm just putting it in the word. Dara, preaching, Dara. That's dope, bro. I might add just one more thing. Uh, and then like on rejection to like keep it a buck. If you're getting a lot of rejection, like you're getting a lot of rejection, <laughs> mm-hmm. you need to get you some homies that are better than you and you need to send them your stuff and be like, yo, what's going on with this? I'm like, is it good? Is it bad? What's going on? Like, don't be don't be afraid to get grilled. Like sometimes That's, you need it. This in this like whole being a creative and like uh and like uh, being like a believer too is such a it's such a hard thing to navigate mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because we attach a lot of this stuff to our identity. If mm-hmm. someone tells us we're not a good producer, we feel like I'm a horrible person. I'm not fulfilling God's mm-hmm. will for my life. And it's like, yo, like, uh, like having the the mindset and mentality of Dara, where it's like, yo, bro, like I just like I'm a vessel. I get to get I used I get to get used for this. And like, I get to do stuff like this. This is a great time mm-hmm. and experience. And I think we get to value everything a lot more. Um, and I guess <clears throat> that's like the tip I've been on lately where it's like, I want to value more of what I'm putting my work into. Like, I'm not trying to spend countless amounts of hours trying to be this super producer just for uh, just for people to reject me and tell me this, this and that. Like, that's not what I'm trying to do. It's like, mainly I'm doing this because I love this. God gave me the ability and the creativity to do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he's given me the ability to, uh, and open doors for me to be in rooms with other people. Right. And I'm saying this for me, but I'm saying this more or less for all of us as well. He's given us the opportunity to be in these rooms with other people and like, um, to be able to connect and do more than just music. Music is just a tool. And it's like, even as creatives, like, it's just a tool. It's not the end all be all. That's facts, man. This was a pretty loaded question, I guess. But yeah, basically to wrap that question up, I would say like mm-hmm. every experience, good or bad, is just a part of your story, a part of your testimony at the end of the day. So when you're telling uh, the younger generation, you're telling the people who look up to you or like tell, pre-telling non-believers about your journey, it's all part of it. And God yeah. uses that to give him all the glory mm-hmm. because 
through the good and the bad, he is present and he is out here, you know, trying to let you lead by example. Okay, so my next question would be speaking of like, as kind of like this ties into what uh, Avila's experience was. What would an ideal artist and producer relationship look like? I think a friendship, man. Like, that should be ideal. Um, I'm not saying like you got to be best friends with everybody because you don't got to be besties with everybody. Like God puts certain people in your life to, you know what I'm saying, to be your accountability partner, you're those like those things. But I think that there should be a friendship there. There should be, you know what I'm saying, a relationship there to the point where it's like, okay, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I ain't really got to walk on eggshells because I, because I have a good idea of who you are. You know what I'm saying? I know your character. I know, you know what I'm saying? So I think the the most important thing with that is like just having a friendship, being like, hey, like outside of music, kind of like Dara JT said, outside of music, how are you doing? How is life going? Like, is there anything I could pray for you about? And like keeping those things kind of at the forefront of the relationship. An, an ideal artist producer relationship is like, Anytime the artist needs anything and they and like they know that that you got them. And like anytime the artist is about to work on stuff, you already know that they're gonna reach out to you or you already even have something prepared for them. So it's like literally it's just balancing it out. And then them just rocking with you, you just rocking with them, music outside of music. Um, being able to like kick it and like like if you're in person, um and then having that like super clear communication, uh, like what Jay Boski, what you were saying, like, uh, yeah, if you gotta walk on eggshells with like, yo, hey man, I'm like, if say if you're not really feeling the record and you're like, you're like, hey, like, dang, should I should I reach out to them and let them know like I'm not feeling the verses or I'm not feeling the hook or whatever, and it's like ah, but I don't want to mess up the relationship. It's like if you're if you're already there, then it's like then like. Just work with them from a distance, you know, do whatever you got to do. But it's like, ideally, the best scenario is we're making heat. You like it. I like it. And then it's like, let's just put it out because this is what we love and we're doing it. And like, yeah. And then knowing that, like, that they're going to take care of you and like, you're going to yeah. take care of them. It's like, if you take care of them, they're going to take care of you. And knowing yeah. that, that's the yeah. ideal relationship. Yeah, for me, like... um, so it's just like it has to feel natural first off uh honesty ha there has to be honesty no matter what like there just has to be honesty there can't be hiding stuff from each other it's like it's gotta be real um and then the i know this from personal experiences if your homie is a bad business person that is gonna spill over into your friendship whether you like it or not that's gonna happen Sheesh. and you really Sheesh. have to you really have to be able to be like all right bro either we're not doing business together anymore or we're not friends and i'd rather let's just not do business together anymore you know what i'm saying um but luckily like mo most of my friends like they're good business people so we're it's not that like our friendship is based on business it's just that we both do business we're both friends those are going to overlap at times and we got to make sure that we have it under control and it's good one thing i've learned is this like an artist an ideal artist and producer relationship is when when both of them support each other but also are there for one another through the good and the bad 
Like from my experience, there's an artist I've worked with uh, for many years now. I've been on her her project. Uh, even executive produced her debut EP last year. I've known her since 2016. Like at back in California, musicians is to everything, and it's like I've been there and that relationship were already kept growing and growing. Now we're like practically family. It's like through the good and the bad. Like when we're talk, we're not even. We would sometimes talk about music. Sometimes we just talk about life. You know what I mean? And I'll be there to encourage, just encourage her through it all. You know what I mean? Because that's what it's all about. You know what I mean? Yeah, like friendship outside of music is so important. Like mm -hmm. so, like three fifty is like. 350 a3 no excuse those are my homies mm -hmm. but we barely work on music together like this whole time uh, we don't have zero records together i only well, we have one me and 350 do but uh like but like our friendship has kept us all together and like they connect me to other artists mm -hmm. more than other people do and it's like and that's not like the basis of our friendship like we're homies we love each other but that's like i don't know it's just crazy how that works like mm -hmm. we we don't even work on music together really you know uh, it's more than it's, music it's a take yeah, exactly thing. when it comes down to a good relationship the thing is like you may not even play that perfect role for them right you may you might actually play a different role for this person but like what, what blaine just said like but 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 they see that you're dope in this area you may not be like necessarily fit for them mm -hmm. but they're able to connect you to the people that oh right. i think you probably work better for them mm -hmm. like just knowing your role like for instance literally with like hovi i know i'm a songwriter for hovi i know we can get in the studio and write a ton of records together for one day i know i can produce some stuff for her uh, for Portia, I'm a, her engineer. I record her and we have great conversations, whatever. When it comes down to it, yeah, you try to like, it's like, hey, look, I also got beats for you too. It's like, I know I'm just a songwriter for you, but I do got beats too. Or I do got records, maybe we could feature, blah, 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 whatever. Like when you get to that point of your relationship where you know you're straight, you can start sharing your actual stuff with them. Then it's like, yeah. dude, that's how you know you're golden. Cause then at that point it's like, bet, I know I can call you when it comes to this type of record. Mm -hmm. I know I can hit you up when it comes to this kind of blah, 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 whatever. And so it's really just like, like, yeah, just keeping that going. And then like, yeah, that, that, that part is so important with like, that's how you know it's a good relationship when they're not like trying to like, hold you in and like not share yeah. you buddy yeah. um, but they're like nah you know what actually yo like you need a producer my homie blaine over here makes crazy fire sample loops that would go crazy for your sound oh you need some ballads bet i got you like over here oh you need some crazy trap 808s and crazy sounds hit him up with jay boski you need some you need some island and like worlds and like anything you want type of stuff Let, let's hit up dara like let's just you know what i'm saying it's like really yeah yeah and that's how you know that's how you know you straight because like one they're saying that like there's like depth to your relationship because they're able to actually like plug you in with other people they see where you can fit now there's depth to it i want to bring back the importance of knowing your role Mm. And like not letting your pride get in the way of your role. No, that's real. Do not let your pride get in the way of your role. Because if you do that, you are going to really mess yourself up. And 100%. you're honestly gonna set you're gonna set yourself back. Man, I, I 
I can't tell you how many opportunities I have had with people, like with artists and stuff like that. And I've gotten connected to people just by knowing my role and not mm -hmm. trying to exceed my role, not trying nice. to do everything, Fact. not Fact. trying to be, Fact. not trying to have seven hats and saying, look at all my hats, but just mm -hmm. sticking to what I do and what I know yep. and sticking to what they like and what they love. And then yep. just letting that be it. Because at the end of the day, this is a service. So mm. as long as you serve one person well, he's gonna go out and he's gonna tell if he's if he if he if he's he a good person, let's keep up. <laughs> but if he if he not if he not tripping, you find saying he gonna he gonna go out and he's gonna tell everybody else. That's who, true. Who he knows. So like I, I just didn't want to go past like that point is knowing your role and not right. letting your pride get in between that. Mm. Because as long as you stay down. You know your role. You stay down. Keep doing what you're doing. God's gonna elevate you. Yes, but he can't. He can't elevate you when there's yeast <laughs> in the loaf. When, uh, when Kanye was producing for Jay, like he just knew him as a producer. Facts. So it's like, and then all of a sudden, he found the right time after building that relationship. He's like, let me show you this other record I got. <laughs> and then it's like, boom. I, I love how like everyone has like. Basically, like the entire thing is like making sure you both, um, the artist and producer, are not just in it for the business. I mean, there are relationships where you have that, just just strictly business. But then there are other times where you, it's more than music, as as Blaine said. Like it's more like, and Doris is like checking up on each other, like out of the music side, you know, or like referring yourself, not like being selfish and greedy and keeping that producer artist to yourself, but referring them and giving them opportunities mm -hmm. for them to shine. So. This question would be, what are some tips uh, you guys have for artists connecting with producers and vice versa, so producers connecting with artists? Um, how artists can connect with producers is that one, they're, what they have on Instagram, hashtag. Instagram hashtag, producers. You're gonna see a lot of producers. Where, or for example, there's a hashtag that I use on my Instagram, like Dallas producers. A lot of people have found me through that hashtag, Dallas producers, literally, just for the 90 day beat challenge. If that mm -hmm. power, don't underestimate the power of hashtags. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's, even though it might sound like, okay, but it's very, very powerful because hashtags can be used in so many powerful ways. Mm -hmm. And that's how people can connect with each other. For me as a producer, for me as a producer, I'll just write a, a hashtag, unsigned artist, you know what I mean? Hashtag uh, singer, hashtag songwriters, hashtag female producers, hashtag producers, you know what I mean? Hashtag mm -hmm. hip hop, like so many. So you can find so many people just like that. And to also um, piggyback what Jay Bowski said, I will get, I'm gonna say this as well too. Also connecting people, use people, um, the people that I know that can connect them with other producers as well too. Like for me, one thing I'm good at is like as a producer, like you said, knowing your role first as a producer, well, secondly, connecting people like an AR, low key. People think I'm a low key AR. I just <laughs> love connecting people, literally. <laughs> I will connect everybody. So, artist producers, I'd say uh, a big thing that like I've gotten hung up on is artists not knowing what they want. Like <laughs> they don't know the they don't know the lingo. Like you know whether it's like hey, them hats are too loud, or like, sometimes they'll just be like, something's off, and I'm like, hmm, 
I don't know how to fix that. <laughs> you know, like just oh, knowing yes. and, that makes me so upset. Yeah. And it's like, man, it's cool. Just like you just gotta do your due diligence and just like just learn that. Learn learn about sounds, you know what I'm saying? Like the artists and the producer come together to make hundred percent of the song. There's 50, 50 involved. Like both parties need to know a little bit about each other's space, Bro. you know? Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's then, good. That's from good. From producer to artist, I would say like from a smaller producer reaching to a bigger artist, don't be desperate. Like they'll see right through that. Uh, be a fan, but don't act like a fan um say it again say it again please say it again be a be a fan but don't act like a fan um and then i would say you really just got to be chill man like you really just got to be chill like if you're really stressful they're not going to want to work with you and then lastly um be consistent i learned this from my homie prim i don't know if you know prim producer that's my Um, freaking boy He's the man, bro. He taught me, like, consistency is key, bro. Keep sending beats. Like, even if they don't reply, send them every month. They're listening to them. They are. They're downloading them. They're just not hitting you back. I've had people hit me back six months later. They didn't hit me back at all. So discouraged. I'm like, hey, bro, what's going on? Six months later, they hit me back. Hey, here's my number. Uh, We got one. Let's lock in. Okay, bet. I didn't see Mm -hmm. that coming. Just yeah. keep sending, bro. Consistency and content is king, bro. Mm-hmm. If you aren't consistent and if you aren't posting content, you're missing it. Mm-hmm. You're missing it. Like you are genuinely missing it. And I'm not just not to bash anybody, but like if we want to be like if we want to be real, like mm-hmm. as much as we post is how much return we'll get. Mm. So if we're not posting a lot of stuff, if we're not networking if we're not doing those things if we're not reaching artists we're not if we're not taking those steps then you can't be upset when you're not selling beats you can't be upset when you're not when artists aren't hitting you back mm-hmm. like consistency mm-hmm. and content is where we as producer community have to live i'm learning now is the fact like the I want to say the realization that when she once you hit your dream, that's not it. Mm. Like, that's I think good. a lot of times we get, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm. This is me. Like, this is me speaking from Jay Boski. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, when I, I'm always thinking to, I thought to myself, you know, once I hit this, this amount much followers, once I get this much influence, once I get this this and this i'm gonna be good i ain't gotta you know i ain't gotta stress no more but like it's the realization that like that's not gonna end once once you get to that thing you gotta now worry about keeping that thing and how you're gonna elevate that thing so like kind of like this is what it says in the bible man like don't despise small beginnings and don't take that stuff for granted like why you have those two people in your life what are you doing with them are you interacting? Mm-hmm. Are you, you know, keeping up with them? Are you talking to them? Are you with those 10, with those five comments? What are you doing? Are you reaching out? Are you, are you posting consistently? Like using what you, using the tool that you have in your hands right now, stop, stop worrying about what you are going to achieve, what you are going to get work with what you have in your hands right now. And then through that, those are going to be things that help you. 
because you ain't you can't you can't build a bridge with a shovel. Mm. Again, that's Boski said, like consistency and content. though those really help you stand out. And when an artist tries to yeah. scroll through the hashtags again, they see this content and be like, "Oh, this guy's fire!" Or like, "Oh, like this is something I can work with." And that's how it all just generates, right? So that's dope. Yeah. And again, to what um, Blaine said, be a fan but don't act like a fan. I really mm. like that. Artists can sense that. What are some tips you guys got for young producers trying to come up in CHH? I think. I think a big one um, is uh, understanding that people are people, um, whether we're believers or not, mm. um, because I think you can people can meet their their favorite artist and uh, might not even like them mm-hmm. as as a person and kind of get crushed. Um, so it's like just being super open, uh, being open. I think uh, also like all the expectations that you have throw it out the window because to be Mm -hmm. honest like that track that you think is a hit might not be a hit that track that you think is a dud might be the hit (laughs) so it's like facts so it's 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 honestly a matter of just like man just one believing in yourself so it's like if i'm talking to somebody who who just started making music is i look bro believe in yourself really like own in on your own craft. Don't try to make stuff for other people to like, make it for you to like first. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, to just teach yourself, you have you have so many different resources around you. Like get on YouTube, learn how to like, make your 808 slap, learn how to make your kicks punch, learn how to make that snare pierce through your freaking speakers. Uh, learn how to like, just how to structure your songs properly. Learn shortcuts. Um, right. And then, like, learn your shortcuts, learn your DAW. And then it's like, once you get to that point, it's like, okay, bet. Now you can start. And then work with your friends. Work with people who are around you. Work with the people you already know. Build a network with who you already know, right? Going back to the whole, like, working with what you got type of thing. Work with who you know already. Like, yeah. I'm guarantee you, if, if a high school kid is watching this right now, it's like, I want to get into it. So, bro, work with your friends, dog. I guarantee you have kids at lunch who rap during, or kids at school who rap during lunch. It's like, go up to one of them. Hey, bro, I got some beats. Like, let's let's work. And like, you can build that next artist. And then when when that artist is put on, it's like, yo, who's your producer? And it's like, oh, shoot, I'm trying to work with your producer. And it's like, you built your own brand. You built your mm-hmm. own thing without having to rely on these fickle people. Or not fickle, but just like um, with people you don't understand it or people who don't know you, people you don't know. And it's like your 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 expectation of like of this whole like, I'm going to make these beats for, for Drake. I'm going to make these mm-hmm. beats for Lil Baby. I'm going to make these beats for Baby Keem. And it's like, bro, come on. Like, it could happen. But you know how many people are sending them beats? And mm. it's like, you don't even have a name for yourself. You don't even mm. like, aren't even fully confident in your work. And it's like, how about this? Start first with these people that you know, start with your friends, work on this thing, build this up. That way, when you get to a point where it's like, I've built this up to a point where now I can literally say I have like ground, right? Like I've put this seed in and here's here's my fruit here's the fruit of my labor and then it's like boom now you work with other artists boom you're raising up these people definitely agree man i think that uh 
um, outside of everything that we said, it's just like, we have to be willing to work, like work. I can't tell you the uh, countless nights, the countless weekends I've literally sat in my room making beats while like, like I didn't go to homecoming one year. I literally made beats the night of homecoming, just working because like I knew that in order for me to be the best in the gym, I had to stay in the gym, mm-hmm. you know? So I think work ethic is a big thing. Um, if you want it, if you want it to be a hot, if you want it to be a hobby, let it be a hobby. But if you want this to be your career, then you're going, if you want it, you're going to make it be that. I can't tell you how many times like I've been blessed and I've like, I've been blessed just because like people are like, man, your beats go hard. Your beats go stupid but your work ethic is ridiculous. And they're like, because of that, I want to work with you because like, they know that like, I'm not, if they send back a message and they're like, yo, this is not it. I'm going to reply back. How can I help this? How can I help you? How can I make this better? Mm-hmm. You got to get in this mindset where it's just like, I'm not going to say I can't do it. I'm not going to say that I can't just continue to, to hit your head against that door until they like, okay, this is fire. Mm-hmm. because that's that's going to help that's going to help you in the long run more than you even know and i think another thing um too is that at the end of the day because this this your your work is worship mm. and i think a lot of times we kind of get in this in this place where we're real like music heavy and we're real like business heavy and that's not and that's not bad that's okay you know what I'm saying it's not it's not bad but at the mm-hmm. same time, you have to remember where your why lies. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if you're, if you why, if you don't know where your why lies, then you will, you'll be, you'll be swayed by everything. Mm-hmm. Like I tell everybody, like if you don't have a why for why you do something, don't do it. Mm-hmm. If you aren't, if you don't have a why to continue when people, when everyone else is telling you stop doing this. Then you might have to rethink why you do it. Um, yeah, so I say like, especially for youngins, bro. Um, the fact there's levels to the production game. Um, there's people that have been doing it for two years, and people that have been doing it for eight years, and they're at the same level. Um, at all times, I feel like make sure you have a homie who is better at you and in a better place that, than you are. Like, they're in a place that you want to be, you know? Um, cause you'll, as you as you start, cause like right now I feel weird giving advice. Cause I'm like, cause last year I wasn't anything. I wasn't doing anything, you know what I'm saying? And now like finally some things are happening. I'm really happy and excited about, but it's just weird like giving advice, but I've had people do the same for me, give me advice. Um, uh, so like my the homie that's always and that's not not name dropping but like anytime I have a question that's like because there's so many unwritten rules to production I feel like mm-hmm. and um so like I always hit up Anthony Cruz I'm like hey bro I don't know what's going on can you please help me with this like please help me with this and bro like he's he's I, I still can't wrap my head around it he's still like hey bro it's all good do this this and that you're good have you a homie who's bigger than you and it doesn't matter like if it's somebody our size, somebody super big, like whatever, just like have, have a mentor or just a homie that's better than you in certain arenas. Now for me, I have 
most of my friends are better than me, but they're better than me in different arenas. So I get to learn from all different subjects and stuff like that. For up and coming producers who are getting started, first of all, we got to keep God first in this journey. You know what I mean? Because he's the only one that will show out and he will flex. You know what I mean? Show mm -hmm. that how, that yo, who are, always remember, who are you without the music? For for me, I'm just Dara JT who loves God and loves people. I want to see other people succeed. You know what I mean? I'm a people person, literally. So literally, God first in everything. Yeah. When God has his hands in, the, uh, in your music, watch how everything will blossom. Mm -hmm. To the up coming producers watching this, put God first. Second, learn your history of music production. A lot of people uh, forget the history. Also, like, learn about Timberland. Know what I mean? He inspired me with the bounce. Know what I mean? Kanye West inspired me with the, the soul samples. Know what I mean? The chop, chop off the soul. Know what I mean? Jay, uh, Jay Dilla with the swings. Know what I mean? <laughs> so many people. Like, and literally know the history. Know what I mean? Know the roots of it because it's so much fun when you learn the history of music production. The third one I'm going to say is always net, don't network with the people around you. Don't always shoot for up. Like Avila said, work with the people around you. You know what I mean? Because you get to build, you get to build your brand and also develop the artists with the people around you so that you can all come up together. As an upcoming producer, learn the business too. Be armed with the business mm -hmm. because a lot yes. of people don't you. know. Yeah, you gotta you gotta know the business so that you can protect yourself, protect your creativity because your creativity is so valuable. Look, I, I I'll say from this perspective, I'll say there's no there's no such thing as a trash beat. Do you know why? This is a this is a what God gave us, right here. And guess what? Ideas. That beat was an idea. You know what I mean? And ideas mm -hmm. are valuable. And then you you and you're building that idea so that it can be completed. And guess what? You got to protect that idea so that nobody else can steal that idea. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because it's part of your, your work. You know what I mean? It's valuable. And it's what you came up with. So that's how you can definitely like learn the business so that you can protect your work. Also have your BMI, your ASCAP. You know what I mean? Have your district kit, your district kit set up. That's so have great. Your, yeah. Have your PROs. Have your your tune core have your your song trust as well too so that That's everything nice. and your agreement so that everything will mm -hmm. be in place you know what i mean and yeah. also i've also got to say this as a um also right here produce uh, producers always remember your name always have understand the value of a good name understand the value of a good name because today in the music industry, not a lot, not a lot of people understand the value of a good name. Because a good name is much more valuable than silver or gold, and it's much more valuable than the riches too. You know what I mean? And it's like uh, when people mention your name as a producer, what do they say when you're not in the room? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. they, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Because it's like, like this has kept in my in my journey. This has really kept me going as a producer because. I've learned the value of a good name. One more thing. Listen to the songs that your homies produced. That's the, the listen Bro. to the songs your homies produced. You'll be like, what? Because guess what? Your homies will inspire you. Your producer family will inspire you. Literally. I want to add to this. I'm going to add to. Don't, don't be afraid to collaborate. 
Facts. 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 Collaborate. Facts. Yep. Because because those people, like, especially if you're an upcoming producer, it's like, like, dang, how do I get my name in? Collaborate. Just work with another producer. Send Mm -hmm. your stuff to other producers. Work with them. They'll get you in the door. Half the placements you're probably going to make at first are going to be through collaboration absolutely bro that's that was for me my first my first big placement was because of a collaboration and it was like it was my connect but it was like collaboration then later i the one day placement my first one day placement was through a collaboration i didn't even know her i knew people who knew her Uh and then we worked and then she loved the record and then it got to a point where uh, I was able to reach out to her and be like, yo, like, it's dope that we got to work, blah, 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 whatever. I didn't have any expectations, right? You got to take away the expectations. Um, I wasn't like, expecting her to respond back, whatever. She ended up following me back. We ended up developing our own friendship and relationship to where now I could just send her stuff without needing to collaborate. Hey, that's so dope, now man. it's like, and then now yeah, we're able to, that's the now, yeah, and then that's now the it's sauce. like you're you're able to get into the room with these with these artists because of that, and it's like, oh shoot, I didn't even notice I'd be here. Mm-hmm. But yeah. do not be afraid to collaborate. Facts. That's yeah. facts. Facts. Being, lo- being lonely is not fun. In the long it's way. not, bro. Who who wants to celebrate by themselves, bro? That's whack. It's like not. if I get a dub, bro, I'm I'm trying to celebrate with the homies. It hit me yesterday. I was like, wow. All my homies are in the Rapzilla article. And it's like, yo, I love it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Gang, gang. That's why, that's why I love gang. it. Yeah. I just like, that's why I love to see the the the, the brotherhood. You know what I mean? The the gathering, the coming together. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's what I love about it. Literally. Nah, yeah, that's fire. Mm-hmm. But I, again, I do not want to skip past what Dara mm-hmm. said, bro. Mm-hmm. Her character. Like a lot of people do not highlight character. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you are not willing to really let God mold your character mm-hmm. in the dark places, mm-hmm. like Oof. if you are not willing to let God mold your character, because this the, the way he said, what he said was true, bro. Your character is going to sustain you. you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And your character is is not only going to sustain you, but it's going to put your name in rooms that you don't even think you belong in. Mm-hmm. But it's because of your character mm-hmm. and what you do. So, like, I just didn't want to speed past that because I was fired. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's yeah. that is what we need. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of times people, like, especially for me, when I got in it, I thought, you know what I'm saying? I got hard beats. It's over with. You know what I mean? yeah. Yeah. It's like, but no, it's like, nah. It it's not it like it's it's it, there's more steps mm. to it because god ain't gonna let yeah. you go on a platform and 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 mess around his name mess his name up just like Facts. just like how if he if he ain't let the israelites in because they was wilding out and they wasn't but they have faith how he gonna let you in if, <laughs> if you're not doing what you gotta do and you being diligent with your stuff you're gonna go back into the forest you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying the importance too of like what 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 Avila, what Dara, what Blaine has been saying, but get around people who are hungry. If you are not around dogs, people who are just like hungry and just yeah. want to, it's just want to get it. Yeah. And like you going, you you going, you're going to hit a point, I, and I promise you, you're going to hit a point where it's just like 
I don't even know if I want to do this anymore mm-hmm. because there, because you don't have a community of people who are trying to constantly elevate, go after those new ideas, those, mm-hmm. that, that new sound, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Like I got homies now, like who I'm like, and this is something that I'm learning. Like I got homies now, like Avila, Dara, Blaine, me and Blaine started working not too long ago. Mm-hmm. So that's like being around people like that, who are just, and Opto, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Opto, me after work. Y'all be forgetting I'm a producer sometimes. Literally, literally, me and Opto, the first email he sent me, we got a song placed. It was crazy. Anyways, the people who you hang around are gonna are gonna that's gonna be your projectory for your life. So if you're around hungry people who are determined, who who know their calling, who stand on their calling, who stand on the word of God, who who, who continually try to push you, who continually try to try to get, you know what I'm saying, get everything out of you. Mm-hmm. You're going to succeed. You're, you're, you're going to succeed because you are around hungry people. So that's, that's a big thing that I would just say is like, stay around hungry people because eventually, eventually you're going to be like, am I working enough? And it's like, and it's not, and it's not in a way of like, I'm better, but it's like, dang, bro. Like, am I, am I, am I making enough? Like, am I, am I challenging myself enough? And I think that's a huge thing, bro. So definitely like the biggest thing I would say is like get around hungry people. Cause if you around hungry people, you're going to continue to like, to strive to like be better, get better, figure out how I can do that in what ways like that's the, that, and, and once you get around hungry people, it's going to become a mentality for you. Yeah. There's like nothing better than seeing your homies win. For real. It's like, cause you all know how hard you work. Everybody knows how hard each other work. So anytime anybody wins, you're like, bro, you deserve that. Like, yeah. Let's go. Celebrating yeah. others is definitely a huge thing that needs to be valued a lot more. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, like, yeah, it's just, that's that's how you preserve a community bro that's how you preserve the art it's like yo let's celebrate each other it's like we're all on the same team like that's the thing is like it's not a one for one Mm -hmm. like uh it's it's literally all for one like Mm -hmm. i forgot to mention one more thing producers that are upcoming serve at a church serve at a church literally do the sound at the church guess what it's to bring a whole new perspective to your journey literally serve at a church It, it helps big time if you're a believer and you're you're of the faith and you're trying to follow Jesus while you're trying to pursue your like this creative pursuit, definitely being plugged into to a church, being plugged into just serving, just serving, doing community service, just doing something that like allows you to like pour into others outside of your craft. Yeah. Um, one like that's definitely where God meets you at like mm-hmm. probably the most yeah. um, is w- literally when you're at your like at your lowest or not even at your lowest but just like um humbling yourself yeah hum- my, yeah, yeah 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 like Ooh. like in humility god's gonna like definitely like elevate you in your humility and he's gonna freaking value the heck out of that do it wholeheartedly too mm-hmm. do it wholehearted you know what i mean yeah and do it with with with, with gladness you know what i mean as we serve as we all yeah. serve that's the beauty of it mm-hmm. yeah yeah like it's it's very factual that like and correct me if i if i'm wrong please correct me like if i'm wrong please correct me but i believe that your heart posture is where your is where your position will be so like if you if your heart posture is i'm not going to serve but i want to be served then Mm -hmm. 
you're going to reap what you sow. But if you're going to serve and be a serve, be a servant, serve you, because at the end of the day, when we get to heaven, we're, we are going to serve mm-hmm. and be served. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So your heart posture is going to dictate your position. Mm-hmm. So if I'm wrong, let me know. But that's how I feel about it. No, that's good. You can that's take true. that however you want to take that. <laughs> yeah, I actually love everything you guys were saying. Like, I this like you know your work and your work ethic might get your foot in the door, but it's your character that helps you stay in in the house. You know, and it's and it's that that really and then that character is built on you know being humble and not take, letting pride take over. You know, like serving others. You know, and not feeling like anything is too little or too small for you. You know, it's all mm. about being humble. Also, like you should know your worth. But then again, you should have the spirit of servanthood and, you know, like trying to like do go the extra mile, you know, trying to do whatever you can in order to succeed in that area God has positioned you in. And that's very important for up and coming producers. Right? And that's what producers like, you know, the producers here and, you know, legends, they have been doing this and they've been saying this. And so producers need to really take that in and, you know, learn from it and grow on that. So thank you guys for tuning in to episode one of Producer Table Talk. Uh, from Rapzilla. Um, special shout out to these guys who came in, you know, follow them on Instagram, you know, they're dope producers, dope creators, Avila, Dara JT, Jay Boski, Blaine Stephens, my guys, my dudes, bro. These guys are amazing at what they do and they honor God and what they do. And I love that about them. And, you know, so stay tuned. Let me know if you guys want to see more of this, you want me to make this a series. It's my first episode, so you know I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm try and make this as you know as entertaining and as informative and not uh you know as good as I can. So appreciate everyone tuning in, signing out with me, your boy Opto, Opto Music, peace. Gang, gang.